If you're hearing talk on the Internet, you're listening to TalkZone.com. Wow. Thank you for that. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Years ago, I... uh went and found a couple of books uh, at the bookstore on body language and I just thought I had found a gold mine. <laughs> I read them cover to cover in a matter of hours and was amazed that everybody hadn't read them and everybody wasn't Didn't interested. Didn't know it, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because our bodies are so telling on so many, many levels. You know, our body language talks about, you know, are we lying? Are we trying to hide something? Are we being forthright? Mm -hmm. Our physical bodies talk about, you know, our well-being and uh, whether or not we have issues like, you know, our lessons that we have. Um, You know, oftentimes, you know, issues show up in body ailments. To go to another level, you can look at a face and you can actually read that face. You can read all manner of history in a face if you know how to do it. And I find this stuff to be really, really amazing because if you have enough interest to start going out and learning about other people in this way, you're going to have a better chance at not getting taken in and, uh, you know, being wise in your dealings with people. So, you know, I think it's great information and you can raise your versatility. So we have today a wonderful, wonderful book. And uh, the author has joined us today. The book is called The Wisdom of Your Face. Change Your Life with Chinese Face Reading, which I think we're just going to have loads of fun. The author is Jane Hayner. Hey, welcome, Jane. How you doing? Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you. Us too. <laughs> You know, uh, some years back I went to a aggressive dentist office and they had a closer for all the money you did. They just didn't do the bills normally. And so they were saying, you know, you get your teeth corrected and it changes your personality. And I'm just going, boy, it's hard to trust them, but, you know, maybe that's true. And then there's cosmetic surgery and, and all that kind of thing. Would you know, is there any proof that, like, cosmetic surgery or getting your teeth adjusted or whatever, does that change your personality? Well, you know, everything that you do to your face or that happens to your face matters. Uh, Your face in Chinese face reading is considered to be just a hologram of who you are inside, a reflection of your inner spirit. Mm -hmm. So it is true that if you change your teeth or change the shape of your jaw or the size of your nose, that it can have a corresponding impact on who you are inside. It may or may not be a permanent thing. It may create a window of opportunity for you to be different or can cause all kinds of problems and chaos in your life. It's hard to tell. Right. <laughs> so it's important to be sure. Yeah. So let's say that I have a lesson uh, around a big gnarly nose and I get it changed. Do I sabotage that lesson? Well, yeah, you know, that's a really important point because 
the understanding of our faces is that it's really a representation of our original design. It's like we're all born with a unique blueprint. Mm -hmm. And you can read that if you know what to look for on the face. So if you change a feature or even change a wrinkle, which, you know, wrinkles are considered to be marks of lessons learned and can be very good things. If you erase a lesson learned, then you have to learn it all over again. If you change a feature, that may actually have been a strength, a part of you that was a wonderful strength. And by being concerned about your vanity, you may be actually impacting some important thing you could have done in the world. Right. You know, Charmaine must have uh, been erasing erasing a lot of this stuff because she has hardly any wrinkles, you know. It's it's a problem. That's not necessarily a problem at all, you know. Oh. There's basically three reasons why people don't get wrinkles, and and the best reason, which I have a feeling applies to her, is that they feel their feelings and let them keep moving instead of getting them stuck. Boy, I really can bet that's true. She got A-plus on that one. Yeah, and and actually that's what everybody needs to do, really. Yep. Yeah, keep, keep it fluid and healthy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. See, I be, I wonder what, what are the other two? Excuse ah, me. Well, one is that the person is basically only alive from the neck up. In other words, they're not comfortable with their feelings. Someone who's very left-brained and, and doesn't really want to feel any emotions because it's our emotions that cause the wrinkles in our faces, of course. You know, we make patterns of expression based on what we're feeling. Is that also stress and emotions both? Yes, and so stress can, can is directly related to what we're feeling inside. So, you know, if you're feeling often in, in Western culture, people are often very frustrated or angry. Mm-hmm. And that causes a certain kind of expression. Often we frown and we start creating these little furrows between our, for, between our eyebrows. Right. Okay? So those are the, when stress causes anger, that's what... Those those lines can show up because of that. Those lines also show up when someone is working too hard and focusing too tightly and is too tense. So um, the facial features, they show your original design, which is like your potential, but I, I imagine it also shows you the past things that you're still stuck in. It can, absolutely. It's quite a remarkable thing. There's so much information that can be read on the face. So... You know, one thing you can read is your whole life story, everything that's happened to you from birth all the way through, and then the story kind of that you're creating for yourself in life, well, your belief patterns, your expectations to create your life from here. Another thing that your face can show you is where your strengths are and where your challenges are and really how to live a more balanced life when you're aware of them. Know what to do about that. Right, so it gives you a heads-up clue of sort of... Uh, who you are and, you know, what you need to really know that you got to deal with and, and where you're going to be maybe a little ahead of most other people. And, you know, your face can even give you some early warning signs when you're going out of balance. It can tell you why and how to rebalance. It's really quite a font of information here. And if only it's, I kind of feel like it's our user manual for our life. You know? Nice, yeah. <laughs> so if a person, let's say, is about to get a disease, will there, some marking on their face show that? Well, you know, my background is not in medicine, so I need to make very clear that I I don't have medical knowledge. But it is true that Chinese face reading is a branch of Chinese medicine. And there are doctors in China today, a few, who can still diagnose illnesses simply by reading the features of the face. 
Well, I, I understand they, um, in China, at, at least at one time, the doctors didn't touch the female right. patients, so they had to just look and make their assessment. Exactly. Whoa. It was not allowed. Isn't that something? <laughs> but, well, and, and the amazing thing is that because of that or along with that, what they discovered is that every feature on the face represents a certain organ or system of health in the body. So you can read someone's health by reading the feature on the face. But what the Chinese discovered thousands of years ago that we in the West have only started to accept is that our physical nature is intertwined with our emotional nature. So you can also read somebody's personality. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Gene Hayner, author of The Wisdom of Your Face. So our physical nature is tied in with our emotional nature, which is tied into our thinking, which is tied into our personality, which is tied into our behavior. It never stops. Yeah, we're all tied in. Like, nothing that happens to us from any level doesn't affect the other things. That's right. Complete interconnection. Yes. And I guess that's what everything is, too, is is, is that, you know, I've often been interested in moles. Like, you know, some people have a mole right off their nose above their lip. Right, right. What would that mean? Well, there's two different kinds of moles. So in Chinese face reading, there's two different ways of looking at that. So a dark-colored mole or a freckle or a spot or any discoloration on the face is usually meant to signify a certain defining moment or meaningful event that happened in your life. In Chinese face reading, there's a map of your face where there's a spot on your face that represents every year of your life. So if something happened to you that was significant in your 40s, for instance, you could develop a spot on your nose because your nose represents your 40s. Right. Yeah. But a mole that sticks out and is flesh colored, the Chinese actually consider a sign of extra power or extra luck. <laughs> so if you have a mole on your chin, for instance, that's someone who has an extra dose of intuition. Yeah. Psychic ability. So between the nose and mouth, what would that mean? Well, it depends exactly where it is, but usually what that means is that that person has extra caring nature, mm-hmm. may enjoy food a little bit more than other people. Oh. <laughs> let, also, let me, I'm going to put this mirror down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a sign of great kindness and, and a compassionate heart, basically. Thank you. You've been very easy on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. How about moles right in the back of your head? Well, you know, it's funny because in face reading they, they believe that any hidden moles are extra lucky. So if it's hidden inside the hair, that's considered extremely powerful. <laughs> that's Boy, good. you got a whomper back there, don't you? Yeah, i got a whole series of, you know. <laughs> well, they, you've got a very powerful guy there. Oh, yeah, yeah I knew that. <laughs> what? They call me Lumpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about like a mole on the temple? I noticed Kenneth Starr, the prosecutor, had a mole on the oh. temple by his eye. What would that mean? Well, the temples are representative of a certain kind of personality. If they're, you know, a lot of people have indented temples. They're kind of concave or they curve yep. inward. Yeah. Okay. That's the sign often of someone who's kind of a workaholic. They're very compulsive and they tend to work and work and work or have some kind of addictive tendency, um, like, you know, exercising or something like that, or, or possibly even drugs or alcohol, the extreme. 
when someone has a mole there, it's even more emphasis on that. Mm-hmm. So that's someone who, who could conceivably work so hard, have extra drive, really go after somebody, or really be concerned with competition. Okay. Um, eyebrows is another thing. Um, like, you know, there's all kinds of eyebrows. One I've been thinking about trying to figure out what it means is, you know, where you... It's they're not real thick except for towards the middle. They're not too close together either, but towards the middle over the eyes there's like two dots huh. with more more hair there and less as it goes out to the side. Interesting. Well, you know, eyebrows are an important feature on the face. They represent many different parts of your personality, but one of the things that they speak to is your level of confidence, your level of drive, your ability to be assertive in life to push forward and get things done. Yeah. Um, they also represent someone's potential for anger. Um, now, a lot of people judge anger as, as a bad emotion, and certainly it can be used in that way, but there are times when anger is appropriate. Right. So if someone has bushy eyebrows, it's said that they have extra potential for anger. That doesn't make them a bad person. No. It also means they have extra potential to work hard and move forward in life. Yeah. So someone whose eyebrows are only thick right in the middle, you know, they might have not as strong a, a push toward confidence, toward assertiveness, toward pushing forward in life and trying to achieve things. Mm-hmm. They might be a little bit more easygoing. How, how about level eyebrows as opposed to curve? What do each of those mean? Yes, it's so amazing because even the shapes of eyebrows mean something. Huh. <laughs> so a very curved eyebrow is a sign of someone who cares very much about someone's experience of them. They want to create a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. They can, at the extreme, they can even be pleasers. You know, they're very, very concerned that everybody be happy. Yeah. Someone whose eyebrows go straight across in a straight line, they will, they're not so concerned about pleasing everybody. They will evaluate a situation. They will think a decision through before taking action, but then they will quickly take action. They will be able to move forward. Very, very interesting. We're going to take a break and come back and talk about more of this. We're talking today with Jean Hainer. She's written the book, The Wisdom of Your Face, Change Your Life with Chinese Face Reading. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate it. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Airing Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. What are we going to do when we come back? Well, I have a question, you know, marks about things to come. Are are our faces marked about what's coming? Stay with us.